Remember the name, now Jermaine Sterling. Oh, it ain't shit, it ain't shit, motherfuckers. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the weekly scraps. We got a big Apex car coming up. This is a fun one. The main event, we got Roma Dilizze taking on Narsadim Imavov. I hope I said that right. Nailed it. I hope. Um, big matchup. Obviously, Roman coming off of a loss to Roman Roman Vittori. <laughs> Marvin Vittori. And then he had two fights that fell through. Derek Brunson and Jared Kenanair. Two canceled bouts. Um, don't mind the pineapple, guys. Uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a rough time right now. Um... I'm looking forward to this matchup because he was coming off of four wins in a row. Jack Hermanson, Phil Halls, Kyle Dawkins, and Laureano's Staropoli. Now you got Narsadine, who's 12-4 right now. He's 27. He's coming off of a cancel bout. Well, not really coming off of it. He had a cancel bout with Alis Karav uh, Ikram. He had a no contest to Chris Curtis. Accidental clash of heads and canceled bout with Kelvin Gasolum, and he lost to Sean Strickland before that. So, Sean Strickland, and then the no contest to his teammate and Chris Curtis. I'm involved with kind of one of those guys who's loose on the feet, great technique, pretty bouncy, in and out motion, footwork, but I feel like he tends to get tired. And a, a matchup like this. I think if he gets tired against a guy like Roman and allows Roman to kind of get stronger as those rounds build, it only makes it that much more difficult for a guy like Imovov in that style. If you have a footwork style, and I say this about everybody. I said this about myself. I've said this about O'Malley. I've said this about a bunch of people. If you are constantly on your toes, in and out, bouncing, unless you're Wonder Boy, he's like the only person I've seen that can do that and keep up that pace and not seem to show any signs of fatigue, even though we know you're definitely getting a little tired. It's just how much it actually shows. Can your opponent pick up on it? Can your opponent really start to push the pace and make you pay for slowing down with that footwork style? And when I say that footwork style, it's just that bouncing, a lot of lateral footwork, a guy's pressuring you, walking you down. You tend to get a little bit more tired a lot faster because the other guy's being more efficient, just walking you down, taking his time, and chipping away at the ground and getting closer and closer until he can start landing those shots, and adding up and racking up points against you. And I think that's what makes that style very, very difficult and taxing on the body because if you don't land that kill shot early, good luck in the later rounds. I've said this multiple times, um, so I hope people don't think it's just a thing with Sean. Like I said, I've, I've been a guy who uses a lot of footwork, and I get tired, bro. It's a lot of, lot of work on your legs because um, you're just constantly on a fight or flight where you got to pick your shots, pick your shots, pick your shots, no one to shoot, and no one to defend, no one to kind of get out of there when a the guy is going to blitz, and you don't know which way he's going to come with the blitz, and you got you got to pick which exit you're going to use. So Imovov is going to have his hands full with this one. Roman Delidze, very crafty grappler, might not be the best wrestler, but when it comes to jujitsu, he is, for a big dude, man, the guy is good. Um, I got to roll with him, and obviously I'm a lot smaller, but I got to roll with Roman, and he's a solid guy on the ground. Um, really good leg attacks, really good arm bar triangles, just an overall well-rounded jiu-jitsu practitioner that knows how to fight. He hits hard. He's got a couple of knockouts now as well. And with this, I just don't see him getting tired the way I'm involved of. 
And with that being said, I feel like Roman still has to mind his P's and Q's, has to put the pressure on the right way. He can't allow himself to get too jammed up trying to chase I'm Evolve unless he's looking for the takedown. If he's looking for the takedown, looking to slow I'm Evolve down, that's great. But he doesn't want to get too jammed up where he's running into his shots of I'm Evolve and not able to land his shots and taking too much damage while trying to slow him down. You want to chip away and not get chipped away at while also trying to find your opponent for five rounds. That's one of the most frustrating things I could tell you from experience. So with that said, I, I think Roman does a good job closing the gap, using his distance management, landing the big shots when he needs to. And if he could get the fight to the floor, the fight's over in my opinion. I, I just don't think Imovov has dealt with a guy as crafty on the ground as Roman Delidze. And I have to be honest, if uh, if Imovov can slow the rounds down just enough where if he does get taken out in the later end of the round where there's like 30 seconds to a minute left and just survive, he can get to those later rounds. But if Roman takes him down early with three, two minutes to work, that's a different conversation. And I think that fight's going to look a, a lot different and it's going to give Roman a very good chance of finishing the fight and really coming out of this in a big way and giving the the fans in the world a new look at him, getting back in the win column and reasserting himself in that title shot conversation. Um, but it starts right here this weekend against Imovov, and he needs to do this. And I think there's no pressure. Obviously, the main goal, you just got to win. But who doesn't like style points? And we all know how the UFC operates. You get those style points. You tend to not just do this. You tend to go from here to here. A hell of a lot quicker. A hell of a lot. A heck of a lot quicker. So with that said, I'm picking Roman in this one. Um, obviously, I'm down here in Vegas. I think they're going to have Marab, Taporia. The whole Extreme Couture team is going to be down there for the most part that are in the UFC getting an opportunity to go and watch Roman. Um, it's a big coming out party. So if he could do his job in a good way, and, of course, I'm being a little biased in this one. I, I, I do just like Roman more in the sense of his overall skill set. Um, I like jiu-jitsu. I like striking as well. But I think there's something special about when a person can grab you and manipulate your body to the point where you pretty much bow out and say, like, uncle, and I'm good. I don't want no more. There's there's a something satisfying about that. And for me... I enjoy that a little bit more. Like, of course, I enjoy striking. Striking is fun as hell to watch, um, especially if it's two high-level guys or even if it's just one high-level guy. But I just prefer if there's constant action in the grappling. I like that, like a gamrot. So with that being said, um, I'm leaning towards Roman Delizze in this one. I think he's going to get the job done. I can either see a decision or a submission I'm going to say in round round two, round two submission, Delizze. I'm not sure with what. He's got good leg locks. He's got good triangles and arm bars. He's got good chokes. So I think he has a lot of options and variability, varieties of attacks that he could use to get the job done. Um, and with that said, I'm involved as a tough dude, man. Like, I'm not saying he can't win this. I just think... When you have a really good grappler and the, the kind of the writings on the wall on how to beat him, so to speak, 
I mean, not a whole lot of guys have beaten him, but it's kind of seeing some of those fights, how back and forth they've been, how close they've been. Joaquin Buckley, he won that one, and then the Sean Strickland one, uh, the Edmund Shabazian one, elbow from Crucifix, like he got the takedown, and that was the difference. And then uh, the Phil Hall's ones, it's like, I mean, with that, <laughs> not even trying to be a dick. Um, next up, we got Hanato Moicano versus Drew Dober. This is a banger, man. I don't know if people realize how good of a fight this is. Like, I don't want to say this is my main event. Like, of course, Roman is the guy. This is the, sh- the card that's built around him. But Hanato Moicano has come out into his very own, his own style, his own persona. Hanato wants the money, Joe Rogan. He wants the money. So with that being said, I like Hanato in this one. I think he's had some tough losses. The Ortega fight as he's winning the entire thing. And I fought on that card as well in Anaheim. And Ortega comes back in the 11th hour in the third round with like a minute left and submits him where he was on the cusp, in my opinion, of a title shot. Because, what was it? He came from Jungle Fight. He was undefeated, bro. To his UFC debut, 9-0, he beat Zuba Tugahov. Split decision. Um, he won Tom Nim- Nimanaki. That was one in the UFC. Yo, this thing's jumping around. Topology, come on. We got... Oh, he beat Bonfin. He beat Ishmael Bonfin as well. So he got one, two... Three fights in a row. If he had beat Ortega, that would have been a game changer for him. Then he goes on to beat Cub Swanson, Calvin Cater. Uh, he lost to Jose Aldo and Chang Sung Jung. So those were the tough losses. Comes back, beats Demir. And then he loses to Fazeev, Fazayev. And then he comes back. He beats Jai Herbert, Alex Hernandez. Loses to RDA on short notice in a crazy fight. And then uh, Brad Riddell, he comes back and he beats him, chokes him out in round one. He was supposed to fight Armand Shayuki and that fight got canceled. So now he enters Drew Dober. Drew Dober obviously losing to our guy Matt Frivola, then bouncing back in a big way over Ricky Glenn in a nasty, vicious knockout. I mean, Rick Glenn, I mean, for being honest, that was like a tailor-made matchup for him. But... Sometimes you get those in the UFC. Sometimes it just you just happen to draw the lucky number and you get those type of fights. So now, Judober back in the win column. Hinato Moicano in the win column. I just I just really like this matchup. I think it's a fun fight. Both guys bring the heat. Judober, obviously we know what we're going to get with that. Big power puncher. He tends to look for the knockout. Puts one on your chin and you are gone to the Neptunes. And they got Moicano coming up from 45 for a couple years now and has been looking great. I mean, when did he come up to f- to 55? Let's see. Hernandez, that was 55. Jai Herbert, I think that was 55 as well. Fazeev, that was 55. Demir. So I think maybe the Chang Sung Jung was his last one, and that was in 2019. If I'm not mistaken... Yeah, so now I'm looking at it. Just trying to make sure I'm fact-checking this the right way. Moicano, that was 155 against Demir. So after he lost to the zombie, he decided to go up. And he's been looking more lively, having some really fun fights. Obviously, the Faceev one didn't go his way. It looked like he kind of got caught stuck in the mud. And um, 
He was able to bounce back back after that. So this one's a banger. There's something about when you have someone with a good personality. Um, Drew Dober's not like the loudest talker, but his action speaks for him in his fights. And then you got Hinata Moicano making a lot of noise, saying he deserves to fight for the biggest money, saying he deserves to fight the top-ranked guys. It starts right here. Can he put money where his mouth is and get the win over Drew Dober in a tough, tough fight? Drew Dober's a—I mean, we saw the Bobby Green fight. We saw his durability, and he was able to come back, took a lot of punishment, was able to knock out Bobby Green, which was just crazy to me. He was literally getting pieced up. And not those not like the cleanest boxer. He's got really good kicks, really good jiu-jitsu. Um, he's willing to get in the fire and mix it up. He hits hard. I'm here for this fight. I'm hoping that I could get tickets, UFC. I mean, we had a little issue before, but, you know, if, it's, if you can, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but other than that, we got some other great fights. Randy Brown taking on Muslim Salikov, uh, Natalia Silva, Viviana Rajo. This guy, Kreev, I can't say his name. He's 14-0 and 0 from Russia, taking on Marudov, Mahmud Marudov. That's going to be a good fight. Um, another good one, Molly McCann taking on Diana. Charles Johnson taking on an undefeated fighter, Asmat Maxim, who's 17-0. and 0. Obviously, I'm looking at this Charles Johnson fight. If he doesn't win this, he's probably getting his walking slips. He's... Lost his last three. So he needs a big win here. Um, Themba Garimbo taking on Pete Rodriguez. This would be a good way for him to get back and, and start up a win streak if he can win this one. This would be his second fight in a row. So it would be really good for Themba, especially after his amazing, crazy story. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson taking care of him and helping him out kind of a thing. Blake Build builder, man. There's some really just really overall fun fights on this one. Um, Jamal Pose, Thomas Peterson, some good ones, man. So I'm hoping I could get in the building to watch like live. Um, that would be fun. If not, I'll be doing some reactions because I think the main and co-main event, especially my guy Randy Brown, that's gonna be another really good one for me to support and. Um, I want to show these guys some love, man. Show these guys some loves. Break it down. Maybe even do a live with you guys. So we'll see. Um, with that said, I'm about to head out. Get ready for the gym. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm going to be trying to get some more videos up. I'm finally back from like the whirlwind of traveling. And I can get a little bit more subtle now. So see you guys soon. Thank you for always tuning in. Peace.